gotta do the whale noises. Welcome to the Breadcrumb Trails podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Carol. And I'm Gina. And it's been a bit of a go for us this year. Uh, it's been a lot, bit of a rough two years, guys. We've been kind of hit and miss with some of our episodes. We've not exactly been diligent in getting some of our episodes out on time, and for that we do apologize. But the original intent and the original idea behind this podcast was that it would be actually segmented into seasons. So right now we are on what I call season one, what we call season one. And we've decided now that we've got 30 some odd episodes that this would be a good place to break. Yes, it's been a couple of years at this point, but we want to really try and stick to the whole season thing. So I think season one is probably going to be our longest season, and then we will probably be doing a yearly break. And this break is going to last a couple of months every time we go between seasons. This is to give us time to recharge, to refresh, to come up with new ideas, to get a stockpile of episodes in the barrel that are edited and literally just ready for release for you guys. So what you're listening to right now is the end of season one. So what we wanted to do is that you guys have heard a lot about various people. We want you guys to hear about us as well. Hence why we plan to share some stories with you guys about our travels. Everyone has different um, experiences. Carol has a different experience in Mexico than I do. We have different ideas and different strengths and weaknesses that we want to share with you guys. Yep, and totally different personalities. As I said, Amy's the more outgoing person that really wants to talk to these shop owners, and I'm the one who just was more than happy to ignore them and just drift on through. Basically what this means is that once you guys have this episode in your podcast queue, once it has been downloaded to your devices, the Breadcrumb Trails podcast, if my math is correct, will be returning on March 17th. We're not quite sure when the break between season two and season three will be, but we're trying to figure that out and we're trying to get some semblance of order. This break is basically going to be able to help us organize our thoughts as well as just kind of recharge with what we need. I think every great podcast, every great media outlet out there needs a bit of a recharge time and this is our perfect time for us. It's not easy to put a podcast episode out. There's the sitting down to record, there's the sitting down to edit, there's the programming of social media, there's the blasting it and marketing ourselves, which none of us really know how to do it. I don't really think we know what we're doing in that respect, but we're trying. That's that's the main takeaway here. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into producing a podcast episode. And I've got not only this one, but I'm working on the Chaos Crew podcast, the Pathfinder podcast, which I'm hoping will come out in the new year i've got my streaming on twitch i've got my content creation over on tiktok and whatnot and i've got a whole bunch of other stuff on the go as well so on top of that i'm also a full-time student my stress level is anywhere from about eye level to about like six feet above me at any given time i think that time to recharge and time to re group and time to get a solid plan under our feet is an absolutely amazing idea. I know with me dealing with a lot of the pandemic, working in healthcare, it, it's hard. I do need a recharge time where I can just sit there and be like, okay, I'm just going to veg. I, I will let you guys know, the listeners, that I am type 2 diabetic. That is a full-time job as well. You know, trying to make sure my insulin levels are right, trying to make sure I can find food that I can eat. That's the hardest thing is finding food. I will tell you that right now. Having the right food and right nutrition is what I need to keep my sugars balanced. That being said, we do have some announcements to make. 
some new things coming up, some new content specifically for the Breadcrumb Trails. And I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek at what's coming up. If you go to breadcrumbtrails.ca, you're going to find our brand spanking new website. Woohoo! Yay. Carol. <laughs> I finally got up off my butt and made the website. We also have, courtesy of a lot of writing from Carol at the moment, blog posts that are going to be coming out hopefully on somewhat of a regular basis. I want to say every two weeks, so we'd have a podcast one week, and then we might have a blog post the odd, um, the in-between weeks until we can get enough writing where we can do it almost on a weekly basis for the blog posts. And I'm going to be doing a fair bit of, uh, a fair bit of writing here while I can, um, you know, when school's slow, but Carol's been taking the lead on the writing so far. And how's that treating you, Carol? Actually, it's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, I, as of now, I have three blog posts done and I'm working on a fourth one. I'm hoping to kind of work through this list that we've figured out here and hopefully I could get a nice consistent schedule. Admittedly, for the past couple of weeks, I have been slacking off a little bit. So Carol, why, do, why don't you whet the appetites of our listeners and tell them what the titles are of your blog post so they know what they have to look forward to coming into the into the new season. All right, so one of them is 13 Reasons Why I Travel, and the other one was uh, what was our first trip like, what was my first trip like, and how did it start me on traveling, though admittedly this particular trip that i wrote about did not start me on traveling and the other one which is stories of the love affair of food it's been roughly about two 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 and a half years since we sat down in that tiny ass recording studio at the library and carol you were there for that amy you were not unfortunately no i didn't join until later <laughs> carol as uh, as the other founding member of the Breadcrumb Trails podcast, how do you feel two years in? Uh, let's see. Admittedly, I'm going to say I feel a little bit exhausted. Like, it's not really so much because of the podcast. It's also life itself that's gotten gotten a good chunk at me. So I'm a, I am work full time. I'm a veterinary tech. And the veterinary industry isn't the easiest industry to be part of. It's not always about cuddling fluffy animals. There is a lot of uh, toxicity in the environments, and I did fall into some not-so-good work environments. And at the moment, I'm actually starting out at another clinic that would, fingers crossed, actually work out for once. I keep telling you to move here. There's many good places here, and you'll be close to your best friend, buddy. Best friends. You know it. Mm-hmm. And I could use some of those sausage rolls that Tom seems to be making. <laughs> tell him to send me sausage rolls. I want sausage rolls. Mm -hmm. I'll tell him. I'll make sure to tell him, guys. <laughs> like, I've started making freaking Del Bruccias, and they're actually pretty good, depending on what puff pastry I decide to get. Oh my god, that's funny. Amy. Yes, Gina? <laughs> Do you remember what episode you joined us at as a host? Uh... I believe it was the episode where we started talking to Brian. Yeah, the first Brian one. I believe it was episode... Let me think. Let me go back. Mm -hmm. Episode 20. Episode 20. So, if my math is correct, this will be episode 30 that's coming out. Don't quote gotcha. me on that, but I'm pretty sure this will be episode 30. 
Which means you've been with us for 10 episodes now. And I love every moment of it. How does it feel? Fantastic. I love talking to you guys. I love talking to the listeners and giving my ideas and, you know, my advice of what I can give, you know, the experiences that I had. I love it. You know, it's, it makes me feel great. On top of the brand new website and the upcoming blog posts, we also have a brand new logo that we're going to be unveiling. And that's actually on the website right now. And you may, if you're on our Facebook group, if you're on our Facebook page, you may have noticed our Facebook uh, logo has, our Facebook icon has also changed. That is our new logo. And I personally, I like it. I love it. It's so amazing. It's so us. And it's pretty simple and not terribly busy and actually looks tasty. Carol, you're thinking with your stomach again. Oh, I am hungry. I'm also moving everything over from my Stream Elements store to an actual storefront. Society 6, they have decent prices. They have decent product. You can get your artwork and icons and logos on just about anything from traveling mugs to coffee mugs to water bottles to duvets to tables to chairs to rugs to pillowcases and pillows, wall art, canvas art. Uh, So hopefully with the opening of season two, you guys will be able to pick up merch from that store. I will be linking that to the, uh, I'll be linking that on the website, Um, but that's coming for season two as well. I don't know how many people actually interact on a regular basis or listen on a regular basis to us, but if you guys wanted something, say with our logo on it, that is going to be an option. It's going to be a fun go, I think. I think it will be. I think it's going to be one of those ones where it's going to be full of new, fresh ideas. So, does anybody have any ideas for season two? Oh, I have so many. (laughs) Um, I think one of them, one of the, one of my ideas I would love to talk about is, like I mentioned to you guys earlier, is being diabetic. So traveling as a diabetic is not as easy as some people think. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one thing I really want to touch on. Um, another, I think maybe talking about a few people that I know and hopefully get in touch with some of those ones. Maybe we can have Brian back after we talk to a friend of mine that taught English in the seventies in Japan. I'd like to get Brian and your friend on in the same episode. It might be a bit of a longer episode, but I would love to have those two sit side by side and chat with them and compare and contrast. I think it would be amazing to hear their two different stories and their experiences. Carol, any ideas for season two? Ah, yeah, so let me just look on my, on the Trello here, or so far going towards my new notebook. Let's see, there are a couple of people that we could talk to that I haven't gotten to talk with them. One of them is one of my friends who actually helped tour me around Hong Kong. Uh, She taught English there and was present during the uh, China extradition treaty protests or just at the beginning of it. So I want to see her take on it. I also know somebody else who is currently still in Hong Kong that is a very, uh, very against China and their, them trying to impose their laws onto Hong Kong. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to speak to him due to perhaps him wanting to keep himself as safe as possible there. I think another idea we had talked about is talking to CNIB to travel with guide dogs across Canada. Yeah, they haven't gone out of country, but I think to see their perspective of how they've traveled with a guide guide dog would be very cool. I know one of the topics I might look at, I, I might bring up to the group is the topic of traveling while trans. So for those of you who don't know, because this is an audio uh, production, you guys don't get to see my face, my lovely co-hosts do, because we sit here on video chat and we record the entire session. 
Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, I transitioned. I finished my physical transition in 2013. I started in 2007, which means I have a, uh, I have a trans history. And one of the huge things, and uh, one of the huge buttons, or the one of the hot topics is traveling while trans because you can get flagged by airport security. You might be going into a country where it's not socially acceptable to have transitioned or to be in the process of transition and there are countries where you can literally be killed on site for being trans and this ties very much into the lgbt community as well and i think touching on that might be an amazing discussion to have because i don't really hear that talked about a lot on a lot of podcasts well and i'd like to hear your perspective too what you've gone through i I Mm -hmm. do have i do have a couple of experiences they're nothing like what a lot of other people have had for experiences but i do have my own sort of experiences well with traveling while trans so i mean that's kind of a kind of a thing that i want to touch on um i also want to talk see if we can hook in katie bittner who was my anthropology professor a few years back while i was in while i yeah She's my anthropology professor while I was studying anthropology in university for my my anth courses. And she continues to be a mentor for me and kind of a a guiding force for me. She has a PhD in archaeology and she actually does research in Tasmania, if I understand correctly. So I'd love to see if we can get her around and talk with her for a bit. Because I think that would be absolutely amazing as well. I know I'm trying to... uh... I have one of my coworkers, their daughter actually, mm-hmm. was supposed to go over to, I believe it was somewhere in Europe, anyways, that was doing a dig for a medieval town that was just gone, vanished, up and vanished. Oh, wow. Um, so because of the pandemic that was going on, she actually couldn't go this year. So next year, supposedly, she's going there and somewhere in the Caribbean to do the same one. It's going to be carbon dating some of the information. Very cool. We also wanted to bring to light that we might be looking at doing a stream session during our mid-season, or during our between-season break. And we are possibly looking at doing this on February 7th, and that'll be on twitch.tv slash blazewing2010 if we decide to do it. You'll have to keep an eye open on our social media for that. It'll be recorded, and you guys will get to interact with us live on Twitch on February 7th, but the episode itself won't actually be released until March 3rd. Uh, sorry, March 17th uh, for our first episode. So you guys would be able to jump in on Twitch. You'd be able to ask us questions. We would be able to answer you in real time. We'd be able to do kind of round panel discussion. You guys could bring up ideas and topics. And there's also the fact that on anchor.fm, you can actually leave us voicemail messages as well. So there is the possibility if if anybody wants to leave us a message that we can play your recording live on air and then we can all go around and we can answer it we really want you guys as the listeners to interact with us we want to know what you want to hear maybe you have that burning question after listening i don't know to the episode where we make carol drool you know want to know that burning question what actually does make her drool i can tell you right now she food comas really hard (laughs) you know so we want to hear from you guys we want to know what you think or what questions are burning in your sides and your brains or maybe you just want to know where to start on your first experience here's an idea for an episode that we could possibly stream because i I have a mobile streaming setup Mm -hmm. once covid's done with we could all get together 
and see what kind of different weird foods we can actually throw at Carol. Oh. See, see if we can get them in her mouth. Yes. It's just the entire episode. Just us yeah. food. Terrible catching. Just you guys <laughs> better have good aim. Just us literally throwing I mean, food at Carol. That's that's all the episode. I mean, is. why would you guys waste perfectly good food? Just who hand it to me and I'll yeah. eat it. Well, yeah, who says but why? Because it's much more fun to watch you catch stuff. I can't catch stuff. Exactly. That's why it's much more fun to watch you catch stuff. Sounds absolutely devastating. I know you guys can't see, um, but I will tell you right now, I found a great diabetic snack, and as soon as I opened it and was reading it, Carol was instantly doing that cat where meow, and pointing to her mouth, because she wanted it in her mouth. <laughs> Simon's cat, yeah. <laughs> so guys, mm -hmm. end of the season. Oh my god, I can't believe that already. What we've literally just been sitting around having a roundtable discussion about things and thoughts and ideas that we're going to be doing for season two and i was planning for the second half of this to be talking about those topics that we wanted yeah i know what i've been doing over the last since the last time we got together was i actually listened to the old episodes and made some notes because mm. i have some burning questions for you guys i didn't all right i, I did like i did like zero prep for this episode same well, here all i did was think about it remember <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so the first episode, I, I, this is a question for both of you guys, and listening to it, mm. when you guys were introducing the podcast, you guys had mentioned your first goals. Episode. First episode. <laughs> That's the one where I get lost in suicide yes! forest! Yeah, in goals, yeah. You guys had mentioned goals. Have you achieved them? I don't know, because I'm not sure if anybody's actually been inspired to its travel! It was the goals for the podcast. Do you think you're achieving them or not? I honestly have no idea. Um, we haven't had really much in the way of feedback, to be honest. We haven't really had anybody trying to get in touch with us to let us know yeah, whether they like it, whether they like the podcast or not. Most of the weeks, it's literally just us sitting in <laughs> front of the microphones, chatting, hoping that somebody out there possibly listens, and I guess hoping beyond hope, so... Well, and then my next part of the question is you, Dina. Do you still think about your time as a forest? All the time. It's had a hand in shaping who I've been in these last couple of years, actually. It's something that I think back on fondly on an almost daily, if not weekly basis. It's something that taught me lessons that I would not have learned otherwise. It's something that I will carry with me forever. As a matter of fact, every time I'm scrolling through my phone looking for pictures, I have all of my Japan photos saved to my phone. I have them saved on my computer. I have them saved on Facebook. They're literally on any device that I open up. They're staring me right in the face because I learned some really great lessons while I was there. It's good to know that you think about those centers. Carol, do you think about your first time traveling? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I really didn't like, I know I've traveled quite a bit throughout Canada, but the one trip that comes to mind, especially is China for me as kind of my first travel trip. And I do think about it quite often. Strangely enough, I absolutely hated that trip. Hated it. And yet it is the one trip that I look back with quite a bit of fondness. Probably one of the most fondest memories is China, despite all of the problems I had with it. I have a question for you guys, and it's not necessarily related to the episodes that we've done, but it's an idea that I've kind of toyed with before. How would you guys feel if I was to record things on my end, or not to record things on my end, but if I was to live stream on my end through TikTok for our recording sessions, all the people would hear would be my end while I'm chatting with you guys, but live streaming might get us a little more exposure. Yeah, well. I don't have a problem with it. 
I think it'd be fun. People can see our crazy shenanigans and, and kind of see how much fun and cool, how cool we are. We're part of the cool group. What what I might do then as well is take live questions off of TikTok as that well. That would be good too. I was actually talking to one of my friends who does a lot of live streaming and he suggested either live streaming on Discord and Twitch. I didn't really think about TikTok, so I think it would be fun. Uh, I've apparently got like 2,600 followers. It's not much, but I've got 2,600 followers on TikTok, so I do have a bit of a platform. Not much. 20... Gina! In TikTok terms, <laughs> it's not much. But in my terms, that's a lot. Once you start to hit about 10,000, that's when you start to get about medium size. Once your posts start to hit between, I think it's 500 and 1,000 views per video, that sort of thing. I'm, I'm averaging about 250. 200 to 250 at the moment so i'm getting there but i'm not quite there yet do you know how many members i have following me on tiktok 4892 million zero because i don't have a tiktok okay <laughs> okay anyways <laughs> just something i wanted something i wanted to bring up so amy you were asking questions before i got sidetracked with ooh idea <laughs> um okay so sheena roster you guys had a good conversation with her yes. i've what i found interesting as a listener was how she described the Brazilian culture use not using the word no. It's funny you should mention Sheena Rossiter. I have her for a professor next semester. That's funny. Yeah, and she's actually, you know, when she speaks to you, she stares right at you. And, you know, she's genuinely speaking to you. But admittedly, for some people, it is actually a little intimidating. Were you intimidated by her? Yep. <laughs> not really. Girl, intimidated? Oh, right. Like, for me, it was a matter of... If she's staring at me, I have a tendency to kind of stare back, so it kind of became a bit of a staring contest as we're talking to each other. Also, I could hide behind my notebook. I really love the fact that she brought up the idea of not being a hero. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when you guys all started saying, do your research. Yeah, it seemed, and throughout the last, what, 30-ish episodes, it's become a catchphrase for us. Do your fucking research. <laughs> Then again, I'm also a university student. That kind of that kind of goes with the uh, territory. I think for me, my favorite episode, two favorite episodes, was episode four, where we talked with Shelby Hayes and her experiences in language, and episode seven, that time Gina broke her leg in Cuba. <laughs> I loved them. <laughs> I'm actually, you know, I really liked the language talk with Shelby Hayes too, because you guys were talking about a flashcard app that helped you learn the languages do you still yeah. use them at the moment i don't um i actually have my flashcards up here i don't have the app on my phone anymore because i had to replace the device uh, but i really need to pick up learning japanese again uh, i'm a little rusty and i need to constantly practice that especially if i plan on moving to japan and applying to the jet program at the end of shit next year Holy crap, yeah funny. mine i stopped trying to learn japanese like as as long as i know enough for kendo i was perfectly fine i actually picked up learning dutch and that's been going a little better since i got two people who have been trying to help me out a little bit and also there's tons of great resources on learning dutch of all things that kind of ties into my my other note that i had here about you know the duolingual and the anka droid anki droid i believe it was mm -hmm. or anki droid or something, something like that, like that. You know, that kind of ties into those two. Do you, which one do you guys prefer? Or have you experienced a different one that people are really enjoying using? Duolingual for me, I'm partial to Duolingual. Uh, I know for Duolingual, I actually went through a good chunk of those languages. I found uh, for the Japanese one, 
that one got really complicated really fast and really frustrating for me, especially for Japanese. Uh, for uh, Vietnamese, yeah, that was even worse. I got really, really frustrated with that one and gave up on that one pretty quickly. Dutch, it was a little easier, but I felt that the words and sentences they were teaching me, some of it were very irrelevant, whereas others like, how are you? That one works really, that one's actually useful, but talking about a bear swimming in the water, it's like, who cares about the bear sw swimming in the water? Like, if they're gonna teach about an animal swimming in the water, they should have done the, the more well-known nursery rhyme about ducks swimming in the water. I know uh, in this lockdown, I'm sure, or even throughout this pandemic, I really want to start learning another language, but I'm kind of stumped on where I want to start. So having you two as backups, fantastic, because you guys have the resources. Where's the next place that you want to visit? I really want to go to the Netherlands and Germany. <laughs> So why don't you start learning? Why don't you start learning German? Yeah, I could. Yeah, ich spreche kleine Deutsch. <laughs> I speak well, I speak small German. Unfortunately, I don't know a little bit of German. I actually know ich spreche in bisschen Niederlands a little bit better. But you know, I've also kind of picked up a few words while watching. Um, Anne Frankhaus did a diary series on YouTube. So I've kind of mm -hmm. picked up a few words from there, but do you think I can remember how to say them? You. <laughs> oh, well then, pop them up, I could... If I can't pronounce it, I got somebody that can probably pronounce it. Right, but it's a listening, like, who is it yeah. that saying that she listened to a lot of anime? And I think Shelby Hayes did the same thing and picked up the words. Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. so that's how Shelby... Was it Shelby Hayes that said she, that's how she got interested in the Japanese language? Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. So basically she started out, she was introduced back in the day when anime was not easily easy mm -hmm. to come by. At least not your own copies of it, that sort of thing. Uh, from what I understand, she was introduced by a friend. And unfortunately it was, I think she said it was in Japanese. And correct me if I'm wrong or yell at me later, Shelby, if you're listening to this episode. <laughs> But I think you said it had no subtitles on it. Yes. That was like forever ago that we interviewed you on that subject. So I'm sorry if I got she that She did wrong. say there was a few of them that did have English subtitles. And then the next few times there was no subtitle. Mm -hmm. yeah, so that kind of sparked her interest in learning how to speak Japanese. So even though... And she's been speaking it now for quite some time. And I think she said she's actually got her N4 or her N5 or something like that. Which means she's decent for grade school level yeah. or something like that or she can at least hold her own yeah she said so. she's speaking at kind of a grade three level yeah but she wants to be able to speak fluently yeah, which is interesting so to have someone to pick up the words like that every like again everyone learns differently so me watching the on frank diaries i kind of picked up a few words but at the same time it's like okay i gotta go back to that what did that say you know and yeah um if you want to learn dutch uh there is a website that I use called learndutch.org and it's it's really really good for learning uh, basic grammar and a few sentences here and there. It was a few episodes before Amy joined <laughs> us. What did you guys think of Karen? Oh my god, I love I still go back to that mm -hmm. episode and re-listen to it. I love it. Um that is by that is by far the farthest out that we have put ourselves thus far. I'm hoping we can do something like that again. It was an absolute blast. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit intimidated, and I was a little bit terrified. I would have loved to be a fly on oh. the wall when you guys did that interview. I was like... Ah. <laughs> I was... That... 
was stressful, but in a good way stressful. Like, okay, I'll talk about the background of the episode. One day we were trying to figure out who we can interview. We actually got on the topic of virtual tours, and then we went to talking to the representatives of each of these large tourist sites to see if we can interview them. I kind of figure, okay, I once got a suggestion from Jesse, believe it or not, that, you know, maybe talk about sex while traveling, like, or sex, like, just sex in general, because that's a topic that usually grabs people's attention. So I was like, okay, well, sex work is decently respected in the Netherlands. After going to the red light district, I figure, okay, I'll check out the uh, prostitution uh, information center in Amsterdam. Gave them an email. Gave them a quick email. They actually responded, which surprised me. And we arranged one interview, which when we gave them, so I set up a Skype account that called to the Netherlands for free for a month. We we called the Netherlands after a few really bad mishaps that morning. And also, it was so short notice that only Gina and I showed up the first, first attempt. attempt yeah. Somehow, magically, we get connected to them out of a pure fluke of me accidentally using my phone. And I'm calling Gina going, Hey, Gina, it's not working. And then Gina answers, I answer, and then suddenly we hear this Guten Tag! Oh god, that was terrible. That sounded more German than Dutch. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but, and I'm like, well, Gina doesn't have a Dutch accent. And it's like, yeah, and then I hear, I hello? Or, holy cow, that sounded Italian. <laughs> okay, Carol should Carol. not be imitating accents. <laughs> no, no imitating accents, Carol. You, you, no, no. Just yeah, no. <laughs> and then I'm like, Gina goes quiet, and I go, uh, hi, we have an interview set up today, uh, this is the Breakground Trails, and she's like, oh, yes, unfortunately, Karen is away, she had to rearrange her schedule, so, yeah, I'll give you her email one day, and you guys can figure it out with her, and she gave us the email, I got in contact with Karen, and then we arranged a second attempt on Canada Day, since, because of my work schedule being so long and at the time Danny having her practicum and Gina having all of her media stuff it was pretty hard coordinating a time along with the eight hour time difference between us and the Netherlands so I think we only had literally two hours notice before Karen was like, yep, I can do an interview. And and I was up half dead. Gina kind of got, Gina was either still awake or had just kind of woken up because she couldn't sleep. And she's like, yeah, how's the interview thing going? I'm like, you ready to do it in an hour? And she's like, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's do this. And out of a pure fluke, Danny appeared online and I said, Danny, perfect. Get online, get on Skype, we're doing this. And she was like, what? Okay, okay, sure. And it happened. So even though you guys had a hard time arranging that one, um, it sounds, from what, from a listener's perspective, it was very informative. And like I said, I keep listening to that episode and there's things that I'm picking up still that I'm like, I don't remember hearing that in the first two passes. What the hell? Oh, 
I think it because oh mm -hmm. behind the scenes for that was so freaking disorganized. <laughs> no, but oh my god, great. but like, it worked out. Thank God, Karen is that well informed. The fact that she is in the industry, that she was so that she is used to speaking about this and doing it in such a humane manner and mm -hmm. such an informative manner was made all of that totally worth it i agree it was fantastic mm -hmm. like i said i i go back and listen to most of the ones that i haven't listened to or i have listened to and i'm like i don't remember listening to that part wait a minute go back you know and then trying to remember okay maybe i do but picking things up again it's better to re-listen to things because you miss things the first time Amy, you had some stuff to say about the travel and budgeting episodes. So these would have been episodes 10 and I 11. found them very informative. I'm re-listening to them again because there's points that I didn't realize that I missed, right? So the traveling and budgeting, how you guys, you're each, everyone's experience of budgeting was way different than what I would have thought. So having her in, insight as a major that she had in was fantastic to know and how she budgeted gina how you budgeted for your trip to japan you know tying those two together kind of made me think maybe that's what i need to kind of do or taking things of how to do it so what were your main takeaways from that episode uh you know making sure you have you don't have to <laughs> one main takeaways you don't have to eat a five-star restaurant all the time <laughs> mm -hmm. 7-elevens do <laughs> 7-Elevens do, and God, I've fallen in love with so many cheap eats while traveling. I know, yep. Pro mm -hmm. tip, if you're going to Japan, 7-Eleven, gonna be one of your best friends for food. The stuff is actually somewhat nutritious there. It's not like the 7-Elevens we get over here. You can actually survive off of 7-Eleven yeah. food over there. And I like some famous travelers do love do love uh, Lawson's was in Japan. Lawson's food as well. Like, Anthony Bourdain, gosh, over the egg salad sandwich to the point he had, like, a mini tantrum about it when he couldn't get his egg salad sandwich. My big thing when I went to the UK was I loved Grace, or Greg's and Morrison's. Those were my go-to places. Um, obviously, when my husband was showing me around, we didn't really go to a lot of five-star restaurants. But when we were on the road to the destinations we were going, those were the best places that we had. Their sandwiches mm -hmm. were good, their nutritionists, just like the 7-Elevens in, in Japan. Um, I, I, I think another takeaway was when Gina was saying that she, when you budgeted for your trip to Japan, you had this much money set aside, this is how much you were using each day. Having an envelope with a day written on it, you know, that made me think a lot of, okay, this is what I have my spending money, this is my food. That, I think, was another key takeaway that clearly i didn't do um another thing too was when kira said make sure you have 200 more than what you think it's been a fun run guys it has been an absolute pleasure bringing these last 30 episodes to you um i've really enjoyed it uh, i can't really speak for my co-hosts but it has been an absolute blast it's a fun journey and a great experience you know coming from a listener to being a host i've learned so much and grown so much i'm just gonna put this out there for our listeners don't forget, you can get in touch with us. We can play your recordings live on air, as we mentioned earlier. We do want to hear from you guys. We want feedback. 
That being said, if you also have people you think would get a kick out of this podcast or that could learn something from it, or maybe they have information that we didn't, or maybe we got something wrong and you would like us to revisit a topic uh, with updated information, get in touch with us. Let us know. Give the podcast to your friends. Give the podcast to your family. Give the podcast to your your family's dog. That, That sort of thing. Send it to everybody, anybody and everybody that you can possibly Listen to it on the road if you need to. Just, if you're heading out on a great journey, I know probably no one's going to do that while they're in a pandemic, but you never know. If you you know, want something quick to listen to, well, it's not really quick, but if you want something to listen to and expand your knowledge, hey, I'm thinking about going on a trip to Japan. They talked about Japan. We did several Japan. episodes <laughs> on Japan and specifically the JET program. You know, it's, it's worth it. It's definitely worth a listen to. I know I have people that are, hey, I'm looking for a new podcast or, you know, you should really listen to this podcast if you want to travel. It's more than just traveling. It's talking about everything to do with travel. I'm going to be completely upfront, just here for you guys and for our listeners. I am trying to build a business. I'm trying to build a media company. This is part of that. Um, I'm looking for reach. And as much as I suck at marketing, I'm just going to blast this out here on the podcast. Tell everybody you know. Carol, that means even your mother. No. That being said, guys. I think that's it for season one. So for the last time for season one, the Breadcrumb Trails podcast, I'm Gina. I'm Amy. And I'm Carol. And I'm going to leave this to you guys one last time. Damn it, Carol! What? (laughs) Gotta do the whale noises. With that being said, guys, we'll see you guys in a couple of months for season two. Have fun on the trails!